Hello everyone and welcome to episode 2 of the Comic Community Podcast. Our guest today is Constable Rob Newton-Miller, who is the Diversity Officer for North Wales Police. Hello, I'm uh, Police Constable 2688 Rob Newton-Miller of the North Wales Police, and I'm a Diversity Officer with North Wales Police. Uh, can you explain a bit about what you do? Yeah, the main focus of my role is to support victims of hate crime, um, mm. support them through processes when they report crimes to North Wales Police, um, raise awareness of hate crime, and engage with people in the communities. Um, so link in with communities and, okay. and try and. What is hate crime? Hate crime is any criminal offence um, which is perceived by the victim to be through prejudice or hate towards a protected characteristic. Like stalking and stuff? Um, It could be if it's in relation to a protected characteristic such Mm. as um, sexual orientation, um, racial... People would would read that a lot of Religion. We've had a lot of it with... Disability. Yeah, with learning disabilities. Yeah, that's right. Um, How do you, Rob, how do you report... A hate crime? Um, there's various ways in which hate crime can be reported. Um, via 101, which is the phone number <coughs> for non-emergency, <coughs> or 999 in an emergency by the telephone there. What about 911? No, that's that's American, that one. So it's, it's only the two numbers. Um, or we've got an online reporting form, um, which people can do on the internet. Or ultimately, they can obviously stop an officer in the street or, or visit a local mm. police station as well. Yes, yeah. the, the dangers of reporting online... The person who's uh, said that could be watching what you're doing online. That's like right. Watching you. We do have also um, specialist web chat and obviously um, other methods for for people to contact us as well if if, that, if they need to as well. I think I've seen a video that you might have done about hate crime because I've seen the last time I saw you. I've seen you twice. Once at my group I've been to. And once at Conway Connect, and right. you might have shown a video about hate crime. I did. I, I showed a video, um, mate crime that was as well, wasn't it? Where um, mate. Yeah, th- basically somebody was targeted due to disability, and they exploited that person, and that becomes mate crime then that we deal with. Oh, which is I thought it was like the hate crime just being done by your mates. No, no, that's that's where somebody is is uh, befriended. I suppose is the word, and taken advantage of due to, mm. in, in that instance that we're talking about, that was disability, um, and they were targeted due to that reason. And you've also mentioned about one of your schemes uh, to do with the library. Yes, yeah, Safer Places. North Wales Police run a scheme called Safer Places, which is still in its early days of being developed, um, but certainly within Denbyshire, the local libraries and uh, local shops, for instance, Costa Coffee. How's it still in uh, development? Because I thought like, every place is supposed to be like, safe for the members of the public. It, it, it is. Every place is safe, um, or we'd like to think they're safe, but these are specifically where staff there have um, a training that, that if somebody comes in and identifies themselves with, with a, a card, uh, which is supported through MenCap, um, on that card is a number where a staff member will phone the, uh, the individual's contact number. And, and raise help for them. Um, and if they, if they can't raise that person's nominated uh, phone number um, or person on the end of it, they'll phone us and we, we will go there and provide that support. It's used in instances where somebody may be lost oh, like, um, or be a victim of crime. Um, 
was in need of like needing like, to phone my mum and couldn't get hold of her and uh, to call you instead. Yeah, if you were lost or if you'd lost your phone or um, if you're a victim of crime or in fear of your safety or, or anything like that, mm. you could go into that place. It's identified by a sign in the window um, and, they, and they would know to call us or to call the person on your behalf. We've got one up outside. It's a little round sign. Little round sign, yeah. Little yeah, round it. sign with it's a, a, a very, uh, yellow circle around it. That's the one. That's, that's the sign. This, yeah. is yeah. safe place here. this is obviously a safe place. That's good. Where do you get the cards from for Mencap? Um, through Mencap themselves and through our community safety department in North Wales Police. Because I haven't got one. I haven't got one. Right. Okay. Well, we, we can arrange that um, through Conway Connect. We'll, we'll arrange that through Conway Connect. Um, and I've also when when after you did that. Your article, I saw it in the Pioneer, so I kept it. Oh, well, I didn't see it in the Pioneer. It was so in the uh, I'm Pioneer. Show it, yes, I'm glad I've glad I've made the media there. Yes. Um, again, it comes back to promoting hate crime, and hopefully, people will read that and see that you know North Wales Police will support uh, members of the community that are victims of hate crime. I mean, one thing I don't get about hate crime is like, why do it to people because they just got a different skin colour, or why they have a certain religion. I mean, it's part of uh, maybe where they come from. Like, they're supposed to respect that religion. That's like, right. Well, it's sometimes, you know, we see for different reasons people um, commit incidents or, or crimes um, within the community. Sometimes people will, will give their opinion and, yeah, and that I've can be a reason seen why. I've a lot of things of like, people just targeting, like, black people. Like, Seriously, it's just I the colour of your skin. Like, what's the problem with that? And, that, and that's one different skin colour. And that's one thing we try to do is we try to look at education as well when we deal um, with instances and crimes. We try to look at the education of the perpetrators and the offenders. I noticed the only ones that don't call us names are the covered people because they don't know where we're going to. Right. Yeah. Okay. But they get the same as us. And could you call it, say if you wanted to call it anonymously, could you do that? Yes, yeah, it can. It can be reported through anonymously and, and, and we can look into it. What made you get into this work? I suppose, in, if I'm honest with yourself, I, before yeah. I was a response officer, and I, I, yeah. m my role predominantly was responding to 999 calls and yeah. an emergency um, yes. instance, um, as well as obviously preventing crime. But generally, it, it was not a specialist role as in, Yes. what I'm doing now. This this role mm -hmm. I'm concentrating on one specific area of criminality and, and investigation yeah. and prevention and I suppose it was a new challenge of actually dealing with something specific yes. that, that that caught my eye and, and obviously learning about diversity and, and hate crime um, and I'm still learning now it, it's massive yeah. but the impact on victims yes. is, is something which yes. I quickly identified as something that's very important to me and the fact that Raising that profile of hate crime and and, and investigating it yes. um, certainly drew on me. And uh, to be fair, it was something I expected. But the engagement that I've had since undertaking the role yes. um, hasn't surprised me. It was what I expected, and, and it's yeah. certainly re very rewarding to meet people in the community yes. and try and help them through processes. Now it's nice to know about these things, nice, and then nice you, you can yeah. tell yes, it is quite nice to know about nice these things. How did you get started in what you do? Um, did you start off like as a like a nine-nine call, like um, dispatcher, or like um, like an actual police officer. No, I am. I'm an actual police officer. Um, and I st I still am. I started on the streets, 
Um, on the beat. On the beat. Done my time on the beat and managed to move into the specialist role. I bet it was terrifying knowing what criminals can do and you have to witness it. It is, but it's also a um, very rewarding role. Um, I should think it is. You know, in, in helping members of the community. I'd, yeah. like to, I'd like to be able to do my job and not be called upon, but unfortunately that's not the case. But certainly helping people within yeah. the community, it I is rewarding. There are other people out yes. there that like, call the police like very horrible names, like even right in front of them. Well, that's just... Yeah, it, it's somewhat an occupational hazard, really, that we are called... Abusive yeah. remarks and yes, and and sometimes I suppose that helps myself in in understanding the impact of crime on on people. It is obviously we are victims. Um, yeah, through 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 yeah, certainly the role uh, we do. Of course, because the impact of a major crime on you could do, make you so scared you don't even want to leave the house in case there's someone watching you, and uh, then you get the. Phone calls of people like saying they're watching you, they can see what you're doing. Certainly, but I mean, major crime, as you, as you mentioned there, any crime is impactive, isn't it? You know, and sometimes, you know, doesn't, it doesn't we, matter if it's big or small. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's big or small. You know, an impact to one person could be small. It to the next person, it could be a greater impact. But yeah. the importance small, is to recognise bigger. Well, that's right. Yeah. The old snowball. Yeah. Um, effect of, of rolling down the hill it gets bigger and bigger and bigger but yeah. hopefully if people can talk to North Wales Police and have confidence in the police we can you'll stop get that from getting bigger you'll get somewhere that's right yeah how long but, have you been doing this um just over 12 months now I've been in post um and oh. still learning still learning I must add you learn by your mistakes don't you well we do we do and we're you know yeah we all make mistakes in Certainly, in our time, of course, you um, do. And, and and we do learn from them. You can't, you can't be perfect, can you? How many at the end of the day, we try. Yeah, we try. you try. How many years of service have you been doing as a police officer? Um, I've got fourteen, just over fourteen years in service. My word. Um, so I'd, I'd like to say I was halfway through twenty o one. Yeah, started. Have you always worked with North Wales Police, or have you worked with any other police? No, I've always worked with North Wales Police. I've been a um, support so, staff member. So you've got a bit of you. I have. I, I've done a yes. variety of roles, both in a police officer and in a support yeah, staff yeah, role. Yeah. So quite a quite a base there to support myself. What do you like about your job? I like the engagement. I like meeting people. I like supporting individuals. I like just meeting people in in the community yes. and and getting involved. Yes. Um, it's it's very rewarding. And yeah. it's, it's also very um, educational for me learning about different cultures, beliefs, yes. understanding people, mm, um, yes. what their needs are, yes. and taking that back, really, and, and trying to streamline how North Wales Police respond to the community's needs. Because yes. that's, that's the key focus, really, in the times. Yeah, and helping we, people. Yeah. And helping people, yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's key, really. It's, it's that engagement yeah. that's, that's, that's vital to how we, how we take ourselves forward as in North Wales Police. I think we feel a bit safer with the police around. I hope so. I hope yeah. so, and I hope that certainly people will will feel that we can support them and have confidence in us. Yes, it sounds quite good. What do you do? What do you do? Like least about your job? Is there anything you don't like? I do. There is something I don't like, and that is the fact that we have an unknown number of underreported hate crime, and that can be because people don't trust the police. Uh, they fear reporting it to the police. Yeah, 
In case it's come back. In case it's come back, you know. And, and what what they have to do and when they go through all these things. And the process, yeah, I mean, it can be daunting, yeah. the process of reporting. People would rather keep silent if it's just going calling. That's right. I don't think it's right, because if you don't report it, they can't. That's my message. If if, if we don't know, we can't help people. And like when my, my, my husband, Furious, was attacked by outside the Imperial. He didn't report it. But I did. I have to report it when he got back. Right. Yeah. And we see that quite often. And unfortunately, you know, yeah. we, we, we do what we can to, to try and respond to that. But there's a lot of people out there which I'm sure for whatever reason, will not phone North Wales Police or, or seek our support. And my message is that um, it's something I don't like about the job because I like to have, try and help everybody, yes. try and support yes. everybody. And that is a, certainly a yes. statement of North Wales Police as well. Because they, no, um, they may think when they phone the police, they may think that the police may not believe them. That's right. They may think police may not believe them or they'll just we laugh at them or something. Well, it's I, I, horrible. Well, for that, just you just tell the person, you just tell it, just tell another police officer if they make fun of you. I'm quite sure that, and I'm yes. and I'm confident enough that if if somebody was to phone North Wales Police, we wouldn't um, disbelieve them. No, I we would it. act on it, and we certainly it, certainly in anything times. anything that's reported to us, but particularly hate crime. Um, you know, we take it very seriously, and we will support individuals, and, and we will continue to, to support them um, with with honesty and integrity that we, that we act upon each and every day. And, to, and I bet you don't like night shifts. Night shifts. I I love night shifts. Yeah. Yes. I thought you hated oh, them I like that job. Criminals could come out from anywhere. No, it. They could be hiding in the shadows for all you know. A night shift is a is a different different policing. Altogether, altogether. Um, you know, it's it's. Oh yeah, because you probably have to go around yeah. like all the, the bars and the clubs, like make sure there's no one causing any trouble. Equ- sure e- well, yeah, equally. But we also have instances where we are. where we may may respond to somebody, for instance, in a in a concern for their safety. Um, you know, that could be somebody's welfare. Uh, may have well, fallen they, in the home. Um, well, they don't know where they are. They can't yeah, find pe- their way back. People lost. You know, and obviously we do have the. The nighttime economy that we have to manage as well. Yeah. Um, so it's a different, it's a different shift. It is. Yes. Um, do you think it's horrible that some people just can't respect that other people's like religions and beliefs and what they believe in? I think it's it's fair that everybody is entitled to their their own opinion. Um, the problem comes when that that opinion may be displayed. Mm. Um, and 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 what I do find is that in some some certain aspects of my work is that people display that. Um, knowing, and that that's probably the most important word. Knowing that that's causing upset to somebody, yeah. and it, you know that is an extreme um, impact yeah, on somebody. Like you can't it's, respect it's, that person's religion, like their way to believe that, and you just can't respect it. Yeah. It's disgusting. These community support offices are good. They are, and and they yes, they are quite good. Their role is 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 very important to us, particularly um, at at the moment because the engagement is an area that we I know we've touched upon already but our police community support officers are they're fundamental in that process because they are out there um, and predominantly they're the ones walking around uh, meeting of meeting um, community community groups uh, more frequently um, than, than perhaps our our officers uh, but they are there to support the communities and, and, and provide that link between between our officers and, and yes. the community I don't know if it's true but community support officers are Really allowed to like arrest people, like 
that actual police officers are not allowed to arrest them. No, they're not. I've heard that. Police, police community support officers, they do have um, Power. powers and they can detain people um, for the purpose of, of, of an arrest and, and we can respond then as officers to to, to take that, that matter yeah. forward. So they do, they, do, they do have powers and they, mm. um, they do and have the same skills. As we, got we got one, yes. That's it. Well, one of ours. His, I think from the assembly, worked with people with learning disabilities. He's very good. Right, good. Because people like that who work with learning disabilities, it's a formal. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you're quite right, you know, sometimes yeah. in policing, we could we could undertake certain training but if people have had an experience um for instance in employment before they've joined north wales police um in a background such as with learning oh, difficulties they, oh have they got somebody that's been working with them disabilities quite quite and, and and drawing on that skill base is something that that, that we look to do in our certainly yeah. in our selection um processes for, for certain roles you know we we look at that no it's not like an official um was it Difficult, like getting started in doing a job, like working for the police. That, or was it quite easy getting started? It's, it's a process which which is quite long. Um, you know, it does take. There's a quite a few steps there to get through, and, and be fortunate to to get into the job. Um, however, what what I would say is that it, that it's a process which supports individuals. Although you know, in a, yeah. we, for instance, one of the stages is an assessment centre. Uh, another one is an interview. Another one's a fitness test, and there's a fourth one I think, which is medical. And they sometimes they go to police training college. Uh, yeah, well, those yeah. four process, th those four stages are before you even go to the training college. Um, you know, that's just to get into the yeah. training college element of it, and then you you seek to do the the training afterwards. But but those four stages are, are there to not only assess individuals, but also yeah. to make sure that individuals are fit enough uh, and able to undertake that each and every stage that, that they, of the process that they go through. So it is a supportive process as well. Yeah, because um, as they say, like, when you're faced with like a criminal, you never know what they're capable of, like, what they could do. Well, they're an unknown risk. And, yeah. and uh, you know, each each officer, I, I think, uh, we, we are given the training um, that, that equips us to deal with uh, most scenarios, if, if not all. Um, and, and we're routinely trained, which, which is something North Wales Police take very very positively and very seriously yeah. um, and I'd, you know I'm confident enough that North Wales Police give me the tools to yeah. be able to firstly protect the public secondly protect myself yeah. uh, and, and, and carry out the job and your family and my family yeah equally you know and uh, your colleagues and colleagues as well yeah. it, it, you know we, we, we are given you've the right a, tools you've the got right a special thing on your and some of them have got a special thing on their thing that you press so. oh like a panic button on like our radios, yeah, we have a. Yeah, you can press that, and yeah. like if you're in need of assistance, yeah, that's only to be used looking. Yeah, like if if you, people if, are like surrounding you and you just yeah. can't deal with all of it at once. That's right. We have a panic button on the radio there, so if we if we need to, we we activate that, and and our colleagues in the control room who who do a sterling job, will send us uh, officers to support us and. Uh, yeah. Radio you any officers nearby in the area. I think someone said on a police program that I've watched that to a policeman that's uh, like their worst nightmare for that alarm to go off. It is because you know generally that that if that alarm goes off, that, that it's one of your colleagues um, 
you know, that need your help. Yeah, you drop everything. Um, yes. And, you know, you do drop everything you, and you do wonder, you, you know, what's you going on. Um, particularly sometimes when you can hear the control room asking the officer if especially they're okay. If a, especially if it's a woman one. And they may not be able to respond. You know, it, it might be a woman one. It could be a woman. Yes, could. You know, it could be a female officer. It could be, one it could be a male officer. officer. You know, sometimes you just don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Is that why sometimes you see them going out in twos? Well, in this day and age, we, we tend to, um, if we can, we, we do utilise the double accruing of officers to certain incidents and on, on certain times of, of, of particular shifts, for instance, on night shifts. Um, you know, it, it, that's certainly a shift where, if, if, yeah. if possible, we try and have doubly crewed vehicles or, or certainly doubly crewed patrols going out yes. um, to patrol certain times of, of the evening. Um, also, depend on what the task they're doing. Um, if it's an arrest, we'd look to be doubly crewed, um, or certainly if it's interviewing somebody on occasions as well. You know, we yeah, might need two people. Taking on very tough criminal, who is better than one, and uh, then you can overpower them. Well, that's right. Sometimes you know we'll go out in numbers and we'll we'll take four, five, six. Yeah. You know, yeah. we could even take a a larger number of officers as we do certainly with with certain things we deal with operationally. Um, yeah, sometimes you, know. you go out in the big in the. The, the big vans, you know, and we'll take out a, a, a larger number of officers yeah. um, to support, you know, for instance, crowd control at, at football matches. Mm. Um, and a big venue. And, and, and when you've had things on, like in Coming Bay, the Coca-Cola thing. The Coca-Cola truck that came, yeah, yeah, there was large numbers of people there. And obviously when you've got a large number of people, you, um, you know, you, you need crowd. to try and equal or, or balance that out as best you can with, with the policing demand. The pop concerts in the park, yeah, the, the extravaganza. Of course, we have the, the, the football at Wrexham. Um, you know, they, they play their home games there. And, and you've got Banger, you've got Banger. Banger. Um, and then obviously, you have, we have things yes. like protests and obviously disorders that we have to. to Are we ready for question 10? I've just been told. What things have you changed through your work? I think one of the main things that that, that I've changed in, in my uh, in, in my work is through the community engagement, where we, we have seen a rise in the satisfaction levels and the confidence in North Wales. So that means you've been meeting more people. Meeting more people, and like in, yourself, and, and like yourself, and getting the message out there that, yeah. that we're here to support the community, um, yes. and we're here to deal with hate crime, and we and we and do, do want to know about about instances and crimes. And yes. the message is like um, no one gets left left out. That's right, you know, and, and and people having the confidence to speak to us, you know, we've we've seen that increase, which is which is great. Yes. Um, you know, but underreported crime still exists, and you know that that message, although we've changed it initially, you know, it still continues yeah. to. I, I still continue to promote that message that you know people we will are not. not people, people, you know, are they are listening, but there's a few out there which hopefully just scared. Will respond and, and we'll take They're it just on. Yeah. To keep it to themselves. Um, that's right. I've heard of like um, like people who just deliberately waste the police's time by deliberately phoning nine nine nine, then putting the phone down as soon as they answer. Yeah. We 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 do have them calls, yeah, you know. Of course, um, you when you're there. Hoax calls. Hoax calls, and we've I'm sure you've you've probably seen on um, on the internet recently. We've we've published a few calls we've had about fixing TVs and mm. all sorts of of calls that are oh, yeah, like, um they phone the police saying like, oh, um, I can't fix this. 
Like, yeah. seriously, what are the police going to be able to do? That's like, right, we do. We help them to fix that thing. That's right, we do. Yes. I mean, obviously, we do have a, a number of calls that come through to switch your home And they're better than some kids. And frustrating. Um, however, what I would say is that each of them calls has to be uh, assessed and dealt with it in, in a way. And, and, and uh, as my you colleague know, here said, um, like, you know, getting nuisance calls from, like, um, kids who thinks it's a joke. Yeah, I mean... Unfortunately, you know, the, the calls do happen and, and it's important to yes, recognise that, you know, sometimes though we need to we need to be mindful that not all calls are hoax calls and sometimes if oh, somebody does put the phone down, down, you know, that could be because somebody's being attacked or it could be oh, their own well, video. you know, and, and so the line we, could get yeah. cut off. The line could be cut off. So but each one's assessed and we and we, we do respond And if you know, them. if it's a false, when you go there and it's a false call, it's annoying the bit you... Could you be going somewhere else? Well, it, 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 it can be, and, and that, that's the important thing is that sometimes, you know, and I don't think yeah. when, when we have a hoax call and it's made, sometimes I don't think that people realise that that's taken an officer away potentially from somebody who may need our help. And when I give an example, um, you could have somebody collapsed in the street um, that, that needs our help, which is quite important, or being a victim of crime in, in another way. Um, and we're having, yeah. if we're responding to that, that, uh, that anonymous call which turns out to be yeah. a hoax call um, somebody else that could person. have needed our attention yeah. uh, which is which can be frustrating yeah of course can. It can be very frustrating I like and it how you work with other organisations yeah say for instance like the buses people you were saying yeah. in one of your talks about the people the police on the buses yeah we we, we work very closely with, with a lot of agencies and a, and a lot of public sector bodies um, particularly, as you mentioned, uh, Arriva buses. Um, we're we're able to travel on the buses as police and officers. I've never seen them on the trains. The trains, we 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 have on on there uh, an access on there as well. Um, but predominantly, the trains is is managed by British Transport Police. But we do support That's our our colleagues in British Transport Police. I've seen some getting on in Covent Bay. Yeah, and and it's it's a good way of it's a good way of engagement as well, you know. And I think that's something I certainly promote when I I know we've mm. met before and we've discussed it. You know, if if we can I've put an officer on a bus, I've never seen a police officer on a bus. So that'll soon change, hopefully. Fingers a friend of mine did see one of the has seen somebody on the bus. Yeah, because and good. so forth. And it's nice that you what I would do that yeah, too. What I would say is that obviously we try and we try and encourage that as best we can. But there's a lot lot of buses out there on a lot of routes, very frequent, and and sometimes you know we're, we're reliant on a. Our community officers getting on. Yeah. They can't get on every bus, so that's that's um, unfortunate. And, some, and I see the buses have got CCTV cameras now, so they yes. don't need as much. Yeah, all all buses have got CCTV on them now, both inside and outside, and, yeah. and that's that's a big help to to investigating crime and Jesus. reports we have. How would we recognise um, uh, somebody? Would it be in plain clothes? Would they? Well, gen generally, officers will be in their full uniform. That that's what you'll see. You'll see them um, in the uniform. The one thing. Uh, with their equipment. When they go in plain clothes, you just... I mean, then... Because the police are, like, invisible then. Like, you just yeah. don't know... Oh, there's really a police officer right it, next it to you. Showing, it just if, shows you... If you don't ask, ask for this one with Exactly. What I would say to you is if an officer is in plain clothes and, and, and you have contact with the officer and, and they are... They either should produce their identity card, or if they haven't, and and you and you quite rightly you, you should ask people, for it, and, and they will produce it. You do get it. some people these days who actually bogus police. 
That's right, you know, equally front doors. Equally, you know, we have bogus police officers, you have bogus yeah, and I would I would echo that, that across a lot in the West Midlands. Yeah, not just is. not just police. If you're unsure if somebody comes yeah. to your door, um, you always ask for the ID. Put your chain on and ask for an identification. And, and if you and don't, you and if you don't know it, if you think it's from that number, if you're not sure, you can either phone number that's on their card uh, and, and ask them ask them for the card and phone the number, or equally, phone us and let, and let North Wales Police come in. And if and, it's a, and if it's a police officer that. I've left this well we can't what do we do? If they've lost it and left it with you. No, what do they do if they haven't got one with them? Um you can quite happily phone our control room. Yeah. And and, and, and tell ask. them what it looks like. And that's yeah. if you, and, and they can verify whether that if person you give you're his with. number on his Yeah on his, if, on his on his shoulder. Yeah, and yeah. if they're not able to um confirm over the phone that that, that person yes. is a police officer, they'll yeah. send an officer to you. To, to check that that officer is okay. Yeah, but in, you know, we we see that now. We see we see bogus bogus people committing crime. You know, yes. so if you're unsure, please phone us and we yes. will, we will come. Like we will I'm, check them out. One thing is like um, you know the um, uh, oh, what is it um, um, burgers will dress up as police that, like to trick you and then like to make. You let them into your home, then, and then that is when they'll turn on you. You realise you've just, you know, a yeah. big thing. Yeah. You just invited them into your home, thinking they're they're real officers, and really they're not. That's right. We well, I, I, they can then just start helping themselves to your property. Yeah, we see, we see that, and I certainly get reports of that, um, and I support victims of of crime because they, they are crimes that are committed. Whereby people have distracted the victims, whether they the pretended to be waterboard, whether they be gas, whether they be electric, whether they be police, well, my, or just generally or probably a window acting cleaner. as if they need help as good, window you know, not, and seeking good solutions, you know. Oh, and uh, is that related to like um, like cold callers? Cold like callers, yeah, like that's they'll to come in because they're cold. That's why you see a lot of really these cold call signs out. That's right. No, and just shut the door. Is there, yeah. there's a cold call in there. Yeah, we obviously identify areas with, with signage there, but again, you know, if there's, if there is cold calling going on, yes, you can certainly let us know, and we'll send one of our community officers down to to make an assessment of that and, and check uh, out the area. Yeah, well, number cold. eleven question: Have you got any new projects or events or ideas upcoming? We have. We've got a. Uh, a scheme that's going to be launched in February, an initiative which is based on um, parking. Um, I think it's fair to say that in the last 12 months, through meeting the community, yes. um, the, the amount of reports I've had um, of people parking inconsiderately on pavements, blocking drop curbs, um, parking badly on bends, yes. um, and generally just being really inconsiderate on about what double yellow lines. They're not supposed to block them, are they? That's right, they're not. So in, in partnership with local authorities, what, what we are going to do, and you'll see it in, in February, we're, we're releasing a video and a, and a leaflet which will be targeting drivers of vehicles. Now, and no, where we go our, to... our view will be to educate. It's not about enforcing yeah. enforcement of fines or, or criminalising anybody. Yeah. This, this is about educating drivers about what they've done, how they've parked, yeah. what they could do. To, to make that yeah. better for, for people in the community. And examples of, for instance, push chairs, 
wheelchairs, wheelchairs walkers guide dog users, walkers you know, walkers in general you know this is about just educating people and blind really. people that haven't got guide dogs yeah. I mean if they haven't got a guide dog they can bump into things exactly you know and, yeah. and, and they've got like, um, that yeah, the stick they swing round yeah, yeah but if it bumps into someone then they know there's someone there that's right yeah Yeah, but they might get I feel so what I think is somebody might turn on to that blind person and say why did you do that well that's right and, that, and then uh, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because that, that then becomes a hate crime yes. you know and if, I see, if I see a blind person struggling yeah we yeah. we see this uh, like somebody I'll say this woman I know she had a dog and it was too windy the dog I said I said to her it's okay to cross yeah but we, we if we people with disabilities support other disabilities they self to they support us back that's right one thing we have noticed certainly from certainly from parking is that we have seen issues where people have challenged drivers so other other members of the community have challenged drivers in the street Yes. Um, and what's come from that is they've, they've actually been victims of crime and particularly victims of hate crime. Yes. So that's why it's quite important to myself that, that although parking is, is perhaps yes. not for the priority of most people or, or certainly people think we should de- be dealing with, it's certainly uh, a reoccurring theme from, our, from yes. our community engagement, which is very important to the community. So to North Wales Police, that's what makes it a priority yes. and that's why we're going to take this educational um, action yes. to, to educate um, drivers. You know, it, they are they're yep. reoccurring throughout the whole of North Wales. But hopefully, in, in the new scheme that we're launching, um, we'll hopefully change the, the, the education of drivers. I think and I want to wind it. it up in there. So um, I'd like to say thank you for your coming this afternoon. Thank you no, very thank much. No, thank you for your time. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, and it's been very interesting. That. I'll have to get uh, one of your cards we sometime. Oh, no, I'll go to send you one. Okay, we're ending. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can contact the team by emailing info at takemusicandfilm.co.uk. Our guest next time is ITV Wales presenter Rob Shelley. Hello, I'm Elion Priest. This is my recording of a piece of music I've written called Offers Dyke. Enjoy.